Dear Johnny and Liban, my name is Wen Wei and I'm from Singapore. Can I say something, Liban? Yeah. Your emails always have the same structure. I know, I, I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> right, okay. Right. I'm doing that on purpose. There's, there's a reason for it. Right, 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 right. Of course, yeah. Dear Johnny and Liban, my name is Wen Wei and I'm from Singapore. Before I go any further, I want to get this out of the way. I'm a really big fan of you guys, especially you, Liban. You sound like you would be a great lover at times gentle and at other times filled with an unrestrained, uncontainable passion. Now that of the way, do you guys know anything about Singapore? You guys spoke a lot about Thailand and the Philippines in previous episodes, but we're actually much cooler. You should learn about Singapore and come visit us. Yours truly, Wen Wei. Um, all I know about Singapore. What do you know is, about Singapore, Johnny? Am I wrong in thinking that I might be getting completely confused with something else and offending people? But is Singapore like the kind of island city yeah. which brings in a lot of immigrants? They have this very strict like boundary where they bring in immigrants every day, they do this work, and then they leave every day. It's like this bizarre system. And I also know that Singapore, if it's the place I'm thinking of, I might be wrong, but it's, it's super fucking rich. I mean, no one likes to admit that, but like anyone I've ever heard of being from Singapore has been so fucking rich. It's a I mean, really rich. I think they're famously rich, aren't they? Because they're like uh, one they one of the four yeah. Asian tigers. You know, in the like seventies, eighties, and nineties, they had this term for South Korea, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Singapore being the four Asian tigers, which were these four rising economies, which were going to have a massive impact on the world or massive impact in Asia, essentially. Right. So they are, yeah, they're famously rich. But they're rich, like, in a way that's like, I don't know, like, Taiwan, you know, it's rich because they, right now it's rich because they own the semiconductor industry. Hong Kong is obviously rich because it's like a massive hub for trade. It has all this old British influence, probably loads of British banks running through there all this singapore is just kind of rich i think in the way that dubai is rich like, they've got old money yeah they just have old money and they have like they're obsessed with money i've also read that singapore i believe is one of the most miserable places on the planet they're like one of these oh, countries where they on, have like tell me about this. All, where they're very unhappy they just have, have genuine happiness because they they have this Obviously, the big story about Singapore, everyone knows, is like they banned chewing gum on the streets, like you go to jail. So I think of it as a sort of dystopian future where everything looks nice on the on the surface and there's loads of money. And I've seen, if it's the place I'm thinking of, there's all these clean buildings, clean living, but everyone is just kind of dead and soulless and miserable inside. That's what I know about Singapore. If I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. That's just my distant version. If only, if only Wenwei was a real human being who could email us and actually educate us. Well, Unfortunately, come on, anybody from Singapore who's listening to this, at any point in the future, in the next five, ten years, I don't care, please contact us and tell us a bit about your country, because we, we know nothing. I know nothing about Singapore. Yeah. I don't think I'd like the place anyway. I mean, when he says, like, oh, what was it, Thailand? He's like, oh, we're much cooler. Give me Thailand over Singapore any day. Singapore's a big fucking city. What, what, what do I want from a big fucking city? What are you going to give me? Oh, you have a lot of restaurants. Thank you. Thailand has beaches. Yeah, so that's where, that's, where we, that's where we disagree. That's where the sort of rural and urban divide comes in, where you've got people like me who are much more interested in cities than rural environments. 
So yeah. I would I would one hundred percent go to Singapore over over Thailand. Thailand. Absolutely, really? easily, easily. I want to see those clean streets. I want to go into the high rises. I want to see all the neon lights and the uh, streets. Have you ever have you ever seen the Singapore Formula One Grand Prix? No. They've basically shut off part of the town and it's a night race. It's not even during the daytime, it's at night. And nice. the, the track is perfectly lit up by these incredibly bright lights. And it, it just looks amazing. It's I'm sure it looks cool. I'm sure it looks very cyberpunk and cold and everything. That's what I want. I want to be oppressed in a cyberpunk society, Johnny. Yeah, I don't want that. I want to be in the Philippines by the beach. Just chilling on a beach. Yeah, the simple, monkeys, monkeys, the simple beach idea. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be a beach moron, a yeah. beach bum, a God. surfer dude. What a life! What a life! Well, actually, this, this, you know, I asked you last week. You probably didn't do it, and I struggled to do it. But I said to you, think of five things that you want to live by. <sighs> Did you manage to think of anything? I couldn't really think of anything. I thought of two things, and I've forgotten them already. Try and remember. All right, hold on, hold on. Don't, Shall don't. I say what I, because I, I thought, I thought, you know, actually, let me think of what I really want, because I've, I've had a, should we go into my stuff now? Yeah, let's get into your stuff. My stuff is Because Because I was, I was, I was thinking, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a crossroads in life, or it feels like I've got to start making some moves anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, idly, I was like, okay, this could be a funny thing for the podcast. I asked about five things I actually want. And obviously, because whenever you think of what was on your like, what was on your list, what have you got? Well, the, the thing is, I was like, I'm not going to say money because money isn't really a thing. You want money to do other things, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, just small, just what off the top of my head, something I want. And I was like, I couldn't really think of anything like material things. Like one thing I thought was because I've been playing guitar again a bit lately, I thought it'd be really nice to have like a big app and a place to play it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I can plug my guitar into my phone now and play, and I can make it sound like a twin reverb. So I don't really need that, mm-hmm. really. So it's not really something I'm desperate. Obviously, I think anyone who's listened to the shows before know I would like to live somewhere where I'm close to nature, which I don't now, and I've wanted to all my life. I never have lived close to nature. And is this a specific kind of nature? Is this mountains? Is it forests? Is it? You know, I like the beach most of all. So I like yeah, but that's kind of unrealistic. Unless you're living like beach, beachside places are going to be massively expensive, aren't they? Well, I don't want to get too close to where I'm from, but where I'm from, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be too expensive. Okay. Because where I'm from is basically. It's all, all beach. Beaches. It's all beaches. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But uh, or, or or even just the woods or something, you know. Like this weird weather now, and it's kind of interesting weather to go out. And one of the things that I, I would go, I think I never go out for walks. And I would like to be the kind of person who goes out for walks and you need to reason, you, but you the, used to go out for walks. What happened to that? The reason is you used to go out cycling, you used to go out walking, yeah, you, used cycling, to, you used to cycling. be quite outdoorsy. The problem is, everywhere I fucking go, I'm surrounded by people. There is literally nowhere I can go and not be surrounded by people. And it's the same shit that I hated in London. Because I, I basically grew up in the like N1 postcode. The heart, if, I, if I walked one way, I was in the city. If I walked another way, I'm in the ghettos of Hackney. If I walk another way, I'm in fucking Angel. 
if I walk another one and hits the shawl itch. Like there's nowhere I could take a walk and actually find some peace and quiet. So that you was know? when you were growing up, but now where you, where you are now, it's I'm, still the city. Is, so, does it still feel like that? The, the city generally is much more alive. It's funny, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day about when I first came here. And I remember, I had memories of when we were, we were first here, we were first walking around the city. And the city was so like, not dead, but it was quiet. And now it's impossible to imagine. I remember, I remember that we went out for pizza, like the first day I was here. And it was like no one there. And this is an area now where if you would go there at 2 a.m. in the morning, there's fucking people there. Anyway, so that's another thing I want. So and you want to get I mean. away from that. You want to, you want a bit of isolation. You want a bit of quiet. You want uh, to get away from people. Yes, I want to get away from people. It's funny when you see like, you know, you watch a YouTube videos on YouTube and they're going for a walk and they're talking into their phone or whatever. And they're like in a forest and they can shout. It's like, fucking hell, there's literally nowhere I could walk. Where I can just shout and be sure no one's going to hear me. I've never lived in a place like that. I want to live in a place like that. So that's at the top of your list. That's the, that's pretty much the only thing in the list because like the other thing, a guitar amp or whatever. It's like I don't really need that. I could plug my guitar into the phone room. You know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of stuff that I really want and would really, but you know, I want to get an acoustic guitar. I don't really need it. Have the electric to plug into the phone. It's fine. I'm trying to think of something I really wanted. Do you did you have anything? Did you remember what you made before? I think I had one thing which was a vague idea of, you know, we've spoken about over the years all our different creative projects and how they stop and start yes, and, yes. and how they usually usually fizzle out after a certain period because you know you make your thing, you put it out there, and it yes. just it, it plops into an ocean of stuff that disappears. Mm -hmm. I think I just had this idea that at some point at I would love it if something that I worked on, whether it's this podcast, whether it's something I wrote, whether it's comedy, something picked up and it, it wouldn't even have to be lucrative. I just want at some point for something that I created to go out there and have an effect on a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I've just seen my notes here. The other thing I wrote that I want is not even to like for it to be but basically just to complete my creative projects to a satisfying level that I run. Because I have I have a, a handful of ideas of things that I'm working on and I just want to finish them. I don't care if no one even, you know, they'll outlast me. Maybe in a hundred years people discover it. I don't, I could not care less about what happens in a hundred years. I need all of these affirmations and all of these like, <laughs> Uh, emails coming into me saying oh my god your blah 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 changed my life i need to feel yeah. that i need to feel that now i need to feel that yeah. while i'm alive while i'm alive yeah what point is it to be vincent <clears throat> van gogh and create all of your great works of art and then you kill yourself at the age of 37 and nobody appreciates your work until 100 years afterwards what do you mean what's the point he's immortal now yeah, we he, know his name it, we immortal know his to name. us immortal to us he's not immortal to himself because he's dead he's not alive johnny well, this gets back to our conversation. Prior I know about, this is where you and I differ so much because I immortality in art is meaningless to me. That's I think the ultimate. I think, I think that's, that's a sign that's of blasphemy greatness. for you, isn't it? For me to say that, but no, to me, to me, the sign of great art, certainly something like literature, is the is for it to outlast its generation. That is the that is the mark of great art. 
and everything else is like you know yeah i just like it, to it, you if, it's uh, to me it's meaningless mm-hmm. If somebody, if somebody a hundred years from now enjoys something that I did, good for them. Get get what you can out of it. But I want to be, I want to be interacting actively with my with the people who are, uh, you know, enjoying my art. Why? 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 What is it about? There? Is that narcissism? Is that it would be good for your ego? Absolutely. Is it a sense of being Definitely. connected? Absolutely, hundred percent. It's it's hundred percent what? Hundred percent narcissism and ego, but also right. I want to be in a community of people who love yeah. me. <laughs> You're a narcissist. They're gonna they're gonna worship me in the ground I walk on. No, it's not. It's not that. It's it's it always is, narcissism. I think there's always narcissism in a creative project. It is that. I mean, it's, but it's it is, also there's always an ego. The idea that you're gonna make something. I want to yeah. see the effect. I want to, the way that I was moved by books that I read when I was, in, when I was a teenager and in my early twenties, yeah. the way that they sort of shaped and warped the way that I saw the world. I want to have that effect on other people. Well, that's, that's, that happens over time. I mean, how, how many things flare up? They become this massively famous thing overnight. Everyone's talking about them. You get all that ego trip. If you're the guy who made it. And then they disappear five minutes later. I mean, it's literally every TV show now, isn't it? It's every, what was the last TV show people went crazy for? Um, Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah, Squid Game. People went crazy mental, for it last year. Right. And now is there people still walking around talking about Squid Game? No. Do you think people are going back and watching any of the fucking Marvel movies? And being like, this is a classic. You know, like they buy the DVD of fucking, I don't know. Iron Man 3 or something. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm going to watch this. this is, I'm going to watch this. Uh, I'm going to watch this again because it really stands the test of time. There's, there, listen, there's art for edification and then there's art for enjoyment. I, I don't think there's... Like, yeah, and you're saying you want to do the... Blah, blah, blah. I, I want to do... I, I want to do both. Can I, can I not do both? Can I not do both? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think the two have split apart completely now. Haven't they? Anyway, we're yeah. completely uh, yeah, gone yeah, down yeah. a side path. That I think uh, when I was thinking of the things that I want, what you want, yeah, one of them was to have a creative project with a big impact. Yeah, while I'm alive. That's that's not not when I'm dead. While I'm alive, please. Yeah, well, you know, there's something similar. You know, I've noticed something. All my friends that I've actually had and maintained for all the friends groups I've had, all the different jobs. The one thing about friends that I've stuck around with is they've all had creative ambitions. You know, that's the mm-hmm. one pattern I've noticed. Like all the people I've ended up staying friends with for years and years, they all have creative ambitions and uh, unsatisfied creative ambitions. <laughs> so maybe that's you know, maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe I need to change my friends. Yeah, get better friends. Yeah, get friends with it. Yeah. At a, certain, at a certain age, doesn't it become embarrassing to call yourself a creative person or to have creative ambitions? <clears throat> well, call yourself a creative person. I mean, you know, there's people who walk around going, I'm a creative, and it's really like they design shitty logos. Mm-hmm. Like, in, you know, I mean, who goes around calling themselves a creative person? You don't, I don't. But no. to have creative ambitions, I don't know. I don't think it's embarrassing us at all. 
is it not is it not something you're supposed to put aside and uh no move on from absolutely not absolutely not i mean in a practical way yeah like i gave up on my creative ambitions when i was like 28 27 because i was like fuck i need to get a job i can't this is not going to pay the bills at all so i need to get a regular day job but when i got a day job and i started making a bit of money i just went back to them and i thought right now i can do it i don't have to worry about the money anymore i could just do this for the for the for the love of the game you know mm-hmm. i don't think there's a I do, I do th- but I, I i think i don't think it's uh you know if you're trying to do it to make money then maybe it, it you know patreon.com forward slash liban is listening anybody yeah, wants to send us some money patreon.com forward slash liban is listening <laughs> you know what i'm saying though right like yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're 35 you have no job and you're still like oh, i'm gonna make a band and i'm gonna have a big breakout record and make millions of the rolling stones like yes that's kind of immature yeah but if you have a day job and you come home and your hobby is i'm going to make a really great music i think that's still there's still an ability about that you don't no no i i agree with you on that part i'm still stuck on this dude you just described who's 35 and unemployed and uh still an aspiring writer or aspiring musician I it's mean, not surely, even the... surely if you're if you're if you're 35 and you've been at it for 15 years or so since you were you know 20 surely yeah. at that point you would have at least become like a you know session musician or something related to that where you could still make some well, money and, like i don't what... think so because i don't think so because like not everyone's going to be like a technical musician like some people just want to write songs and make music you know and mm-hmm. if you haven't broken into the industry by 35 you're never going to do it you know i mean it doesn't help that like that industry is fucked as well you know like if, because uh yeah, no one no one gives a fuck if you write great songs anymore it's all marketing now everything is all marketing all the arts are all marketing now. you know anyway and you've got point. you've got a record you've got to recognize that and you've got to say all right i need to make a living okay so i'm trying to think of what else that i would have what i also wanted to put on that list of when you asked me you know, yeah go on. things you want i don't know i think that was about it i think the rest of it is stuff that i want to do which but i think i i know i'll do in time which is you know get better at piano i've been learning piano for the last couple of years and i just want right. to keep improving right. um right. I think that's about it. It's all just like no material things. There's no like material thing. You're like, oh, I want like I want that. Material things, I'm covered. I I've reached a stage in my life where anything material I want, I can pretty much go out and get without really, you know, feeling the pain of it. So is there I, is there anything that you kind of want, but not enough to spend, however much it costs? Can you say that again? Because somebody was shouting behind you. Yeah, there's kids in the in the street. Hang on. I'll, I'll have a sip of my tea. Let me just have a sip of my tea. Shall I knock the window shut? It's quite warm now. No, no, it's okay. Is there anything that any? Is there any material thing that you want that you're not willing to spend as much money as it costs for it, but you would get it if it was like free. You'd be happy to get it if it was free. 
No, no, because anything that I want, a car? I, I tend to go out and get. You no, know, I don't. I don't want to drive. I don't want to drive, so I, I'm the, I, I probably won't ever get a car. A fancy bit of technology, a fancy gaming PC, a fancy. No, no, I'm not. I don't even like games that much. No, there's anything that I want, I've already gotten. A fancy phone. I tell you what, I will do is travel a bit more over the next few years. That's something. Yeah. I'm going to go to Singapore and apologize to Wenwei for your, you know, attack on Singapore. Was he an attack? It wasn't an attack. I'm joking. It's not an attack. No. I'm joking. Wenwei doesn't need to get offended. (laughs) Wenwei doesn't need to get offended. I mean, you know, it's just preference. I'm going to travel a bit more. That's what I'm going to do. Well, this brings me Not a lot. Not a lot. Just a little bit. But this brings me on to something else the mm-hmm. that I was going to talk about. Hit me. So, you, 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 you know, for like a few months, I've mentioned this to you before, maybe, right? For a few months, it's been like discussed a lot that the job market is pretty good for people looking for jobs, right? Yes. Like a lot of people quit their jobs for whatever reason. COVID made them reevaluate their lives. People quit because of the vaccine mandates, all this shit. And, uh, you know, I have a bunch of projects until the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. After that, I don't really have any more projects. Ironically, it's kind of annoying. I think I've done projects that are so good for this one client, my last client, yeah. that they're literally going to fucking retire off the projects I did for them. Really? <laughs> so they don't even need them anymore. Whereas oh, I'm still, bastards. Yeah. That's life, man. You make money for the people you work for, not yourself. But so anyway, I was just kind of thinking, all right, maybe now's a good time. It's the only time in my life where it's ever seemed, maybe it's not quite true, maybe it's, it's the only time in my life it's ever seemed like I can dictate terms a bit, maybe get a job, well-paid job. And I was thinking maybe I'll get a job somewhere else, maybe, I don't know, a big change maybe I was thinking about. Maybe even coming back to Britain. Not necessarily London. I don't know, Liban. What do you think? I don't know that you'd be happy. I'm going to start looking. I don't think I wouldn't. I don't yeah. think you'd be happy in Britain. I think you come back to the UK, even yeah. if you'd live in a small town where there is not that many people. Listen, yeah. you, you go up north, you go to Nottingham, you go to some town in Shropshire. I don't know. Whatever. Mm. You're still going to be dealing with the types of people that you don't like. There's still going to be people all around you. There's going to be nosy people because, you know, small town life in the UK, there's a lot of nosy people who want to be up in your business and you're not going to be able to get away from that. Um, I'm not sure the UK is the place for you. The problem is I don't think I'm going to reach the ideal place for me. Like, I don't think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to find like some paradise mansion on an isolated island. And then I've also got, my wife to think of you know she has to be accepting of the decision but so it's always going to be like a compromise but i don't know i, th- I was thinking i don't know i feel like i'm in a big crossroads right now i think i'm gonna i'm gonna look it's gonna be job. so weird for you i i think you've got to you're gonna end up having to do a big adjustment and i'm not too, I'm, I'm not that happy where i am right now i'm a bit fed up here now especially with the city changing so much and I but, have to do but a the change. thing is, just you've gotten so used to being independent. You've gotten so used to working in a silo 
on your own because without going too much into it the work that you do is you do it remotely you do it on your own it's it's project by project so that's what i like you you accept a project you work intensely for a certain amount of time and then you can take breaks in between projects and enjoy your life and then go back to it so you've got a lot of freedom and independence which then if you try to or if you do get a job and then work somewhere full-time it's going to be a massive adjustment for you it's like you were describing the difference between being single and being in a couple you're used to a level of independence in your career that you're going to have to give up and you're going to again have to mold yourself into whatever organization you end up in yeah okay well yeah there is also the added benefit like a lot of jobs apparently remote now Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll find just a really good remote job and start making some money and enough money that I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Just wanted to throw that out there because this might be an ongoing sort of development in the podcast, maybe. in the Johnny you know? saga, in the saga. I've mentioned this name maybe maybe in a few episodes. I'll be like, oh, I've got an interview for a job. And really, you're that serious in- about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply for some stuff and see what happens. Interesting. I mean, what have I got to lose? And where, where are you? Stuff. Is it going to be... Well, I guess if it's remote, it doesn't really matter where they are. Yeah. What if it's in America and then I get... But there's always in the back of your mind, if you get a remote job at a company in like Britain, you think, okay, maybe someday I could go there and get... You know. I mean, mm-hmm. not necessarily Britain. Maybe I'll go to Europe. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. I think uh, that'll be an interesting one to follow. All right. Let me see. Do I have anything else for the podcast? Do I have anything else for the podcast? Um, I wanted to, I wanted you know, at the start of the podcast, I wanted to ask the listeners to send in ambience to go out and record like this street, their, their park, and mm-hmm. send in the ambience and we could use their ambience. Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be Maybe you could put that. Put that in a message in the start of the podcast in the intro if you do an intro. Okay, just to, to say to them to record themselves out and about. Yeah. I have two questions I was going to ask you, maybe to provoke a discussion. All I don't right. know if you want me to ask them. Ask the first one. Let's see where the first one takes us. How can we make the world a better place? Make it a better place for you and for me and for the entire human race. Um, don't lose, don't lose Mojo. I lost my don't Mojo. Mojo. I lost I my Mojo. I lost it. Leave me alone. Leave I was looking forward to it. Mate. Don't look at me. Complete support. Of complete support. But the thing is, as soon as you wrote that, you knew I was going to burst into song because that's what I, I did. Didn't know. I, I didn't know. I hear a lyric I know, and I just have to sing it. <laughs> there are people. Burn. so do you have an answer for that question how can we make the world a better place that's an important Uh, question it is an important question i don't think anyone really thinks about it i think i'll tell you when people think about it is when they have their first kid i think that's when it solidifies into something that they actually have to care about you think so absolutely so many people i know who've had kids in the last few years have suddenly become much less selfish people a bit more empathetic and they they start to you know care about the environment and start to care about things outside of their own like yeah, careers yeah. and loved lives and the, the way that they live so 
I, I, I absolutely think parenthood is something that drives people to start looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you want to make the how world, do you? If you want to make the world you? a better place, we need to encourage people to have kids. I think that's the solution. Have you know, children. ironically, I think that might be the best answer you probably anyone could probably give for that question. I didn't really realize it, but that's probably the best answer. I think that's why no one gives a fuck, maybe, because people don't have so many kids. Why would you give a fuck if you don't have? Oh, yeah. No, some people are advanced. Okay, some people are elevated, and what do you mean? they don't need to necessarily have a kid to already look at the bigger picture and try to make the world a better place. But I'm I not think, sure about that. I think for the normal person, the average person, it they need that kind of external stimulus of having a kid to start giving a shit. Is that too cynical? That's probably too cynical. I don't think that's cynical. I think that's the truth. I think you're actually being too um, optimistic to think that anyone who doesn't have kids can have any kind of perspective about... Oh, some people do. You'd be surprised. I don't think they do. I think there's a lot of ulterior motives when you see people... Um... So you, you're telling me when you see somebody who's in their yeah. 20s who hasn't had a kid, but they're yeah. you know quite passionate about climate yeah. change and environmental stuff yeah you don't think that's i think it's neuroses and psychopathologies yeah i don't think a 20 year old really, and i'm saying that and i say that first of all i think you can a lot of times so thinly veiled i think it's so thinly veiled like you don't even you have to pretend that oh yes of course of course you you're 20 year old you really give a fuck about what you what you're so passionate you really give a fuck it's so thinly built. But then I say that also as someone who um, who was just like that. When I was young, I was such an annoying little fucking brat about all these big issues. Oh, why isn't the world so compassionate? You know, when I think back to it, I was like, you know, dig down. I didn't have a fucking clue what, the, what, was, what was going on. Mm. It's, this, it's just this pathological thing that happens when you're, when you're young and you're figuring out the world. You have no sense of time anyway. You know? Yeah, I hear. Do you get what uh, I'm saying? Does that no, make no, sense for I, that? I get what you're saying. I just, but does it, I'm, I guess what I'm wondering is, does it matter if you're doing good because of, you know, ulterior motives or if you're- Who's doing, doing good? No one's doing any good. Well, what do 20 year olds do? They get together, they go on a little protest. They're having a good time. They're having a good time and they have to pretend that they're fucking, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're doing so much good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for your little protest there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the the world's polluters are really shaking in their boots and rewriting their. their give me a break! Come on now, come on now. I mean, if you're 20 years old and you want to do some good, you need to. You need to. You need to. Um, you know, stop blowing some shit up. Come on now. You, use your money. You know? Use your money. Vote with your wallet. Get into politics. No, don't get into politics. Get into politics. Please go to Parliament. Go, go, go. Argue with uh, no, Mr. Johnson. No, 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 no. Stop blowing some people. Stop, sh- stop killing some people. You removed something I said on an earlier podcast, which I thought was very important for people to hear. Did I? What did I remove? Yes, when we were talking about the JFK conspiracy, and I said, "Oh, but I, I, I didn't remove that because I disagreed with it. That was literally I removed it because I was trying to cut down on time. We, we were on a two-hour podcast, man. Oh well, ex- explain, explain it." So we don't uh, have to go into detail. Just explain it because people need to hear this. All right. Uh, I think during one of the early episodes, Johnny and I were talking about the JFK killing. And uh, 
he was saying that the biggest conspiracy of all, because there's lots of conspiracies surrounding that, the mafia did it, the CIA did it, the KGB did it, whatever. But the biggest conspiracy theory that people overlook is the fact that there was no conspiracy theory. It was just a single guy who decided to pick up a gun and just shoot the president of the free world. And that people don't really understand the power that they have to affect change through literal violence. Yes. Yes, the one thing they don't want you to realize is that you can just pick up a gun and alter the course of history. So, you know, start picking up guns and start shooting politicians. But I don't think that's that far away. I think people like people have been making jokes about for the literally for the last 20 years about how, oh my God, there's there's going to be a day soon where we're just going to start eating the rich. We're just going to kill oh, the billionaires. And that yeah. it's a joke for now, but at some point, it, people are going to get fed up with how things are. And like the, the whole the whole reason why there's a balance between the rich and the poor is because the rich at some point have to realize that poor people, well, you can only push people so far before they completely turn on you. Mate, at what point, at what point, they've been pushing people into the ground for like fucking 10 years now people just keep eating shit and there's no sign of anyone doing anything except for whining on social media which is well i can't tell you when it's going to happen but i do think just with the way people are violence isn't violence is always under the surface i don't think it's that far away Nah, i don't know i've lost my faith in humanity i don't think anyone (laughs) has any balls anymore (laughs) Anyway, how did we get on this? What were we talking about? Yeah, how do we make the world a better place? Yeah, shooting politicians, we've concluded. Have a kid, and as soon as you have a kid, go shoot a politician. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, but no, don't. One or the other, either have a kid or shoot some politicians. Why why not both? Why not both? (laughs) Because then, you know, yeah, why not both, actually? (laughs) Do both. Do both. Father as many kids as you can and then shoot politicians. But I don't think shooting the politicians is the answer because they're they're answerable to the rich ones. I think you've got to have a kid shoot someone with a high net worth. Just open up Forbes. I don't think a net worth. I don't think you shoot people with a high net worth. Forbes highest list of 100 people, richest people in the world that comes out in Forbes every year. There's your assassination list right there. No. You know what annoys me about that, though? You know what annoys me about that? I think a lot of people think that, like what you just said. And I, and I, it, it, you know, people say, oh, look at Jeff Bezos, look at Mark Zuckerberg, the big evil people, the, the big evil people, please, please, you know, and they appeal to another authority, the government, to do something about these other authorities. So, like, who, who fucking gave Jeff Bezos all that power? You digicunts, you from buying Amazon shit, you wanted to save a few quid on books and you still use Amazon all the fucking time. You know, Mark Zuckerberg, right? Mark Zuckerberg, it's not like he gets his power from the gods. He gets his power because every fucking month, two billion people decide of their own free choice, no one's holding a gun to their head, to use Facebook and give Facebook all their info and all their time and all their attention. But you, you kill Mark Zuckerberg, some other cunt's just gonna fill the void. You're the problem. People are the problem. So have a kid, immediately commit suicide. <laughs> Is that what we're saying? <laughs> that's, it. that's what I'm saying, yes. That's what we're saying. Answer to your question. Can you read it out to me one more time? 
uh, have a kid commit suicide? No, no, no. Ask the question. Have a kid, kill the kid, kill yourself. Have a kid, <laughs> have a kid, oh, have a no. suicide. Oh, no, it's gone <laughs> so dark. I didn't want us to reach the point of killing the kid. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. Have a kid, oh. destroy the planet. Have a kid, destroy have, the planet, have a kid, kill the kill, kid, kill, kill a rich person, kill a politician, have another kill kid, kill just yourself, start come back have to life. Have a kid and start killing. <laughs> That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> That's episode, episode 13. Have a kid, yeah. start killing. <laughs> Unlucky 13, yeah. All right, what was your second question? <laughs> What's the next question? So the question I have is, what do you think about the future sci-fi predictions? I mean, I think that's just going to lead us down a depressing path. We've we've already had enough depressing chat for you one think episode. So? Okay, yeah. what do you think about the future of technology? What's the big technological things that's going to happen in the future? I think we discussed that an episode or two ago about the AI and the VR, the VR, the virtual reality. That's VR. AI. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be. But I do think I will say, I think you will be taking drones everywhere. There will be the new taxis. Mm -hmm. You'll be well, like, I know, I know, I know why you hope that. I'm not even invested in them anymore. I'm so devastated. I've had to sell all my rescue stocks, but um, <laughs> yes, I know. I do. I do genuinely think that's the future. Of, of, drone of taxis, drone taxis taking you from place to place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, okay, forget this question. Yeah, forget, forget question. that question. Forget that question. Is that everything? Is that everything? Um, let me think if I've got anything else in my what do I it's quite a low-key podcast again. Shall I go into shall I go into the dating? Oh shit, yes. How could we forget that? Why didn't you start with that? But the thing is, that's still an active crime scene. I'm not sure that's like that. No. I'm okay, not sure we so can listen, go into listen. that. Listen, this is part of what podcasts are, right? It's, a, it's like a soap opera quality has, a, you know, because a, lo a lot has happened since the beginning of this current, you know, thing. Okay, so, so right. I'm not sure if it's worth going into. It's because I kind of talk, it's, it's time we talk about dating. Okay, all right. I'll tell you what, let's just, let's just, let me just, let's put everything out there. And the big as, summary, yes. No, no, let's go into as much detail and whatever as we want. Uh, and then I can cut it out. I can cut it out completely if it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But we should give, okay, let's give a general summary of what happened. So okay. you, yes, you so, haven't been in the date. So the context is you haven't been. I haven't been Tinder, dating. You haven't been yeah, anything for in a, a while. In about 18 months, since basically the the middle of covid or the beginning of covid i've just basically been out of the game because mm -hmm. you know it was just a crazy circumstance and i just didn't have the mental energy to be dating and putting myself out there yeah and, and then, then at the beginning of this year um i started going out again i started do i started saying yes to social things like people going out people having parties people having drinks whatever i've been saying yes to everything going out and then just uh, leaving myself open to talk to people. Right. And the and other so, week he spoke to a... So far, before we even get to that, it's been quite good for my ego because uh, it's been doing wonders for my ego, in fact, because I, I, you know, it was awkward to begin with, but then suddenly I started to remember how, you know, my flow, I started to remember how to talk to people. And you, I, I started you to... Been, 
I was starting to get successful. I was starting to get like, I was starting to get women looking at me again and sort of uh, appreciatively and, and sort of being in situations where um, I'd make a woman laugh and she'd be attracted and uh, just all sorts. Just, it was, it was nice to be, you know, out there flexing yeah. those muscles. Yeah, you'd been feeling, maybe you'd been feeling a bit down, self-conscious on yourself for a while, out of the game, right? Well. And then you got it back again. Not not down so much as just non-existent. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't even acknowledging that aspect yes, of me. Yes, yes, Right. And then. And then, last week, no, or the week before, I do something very old school, which I've not done in a long time is i picked up a girl on the street like i'm doing like, it up too much you, when you told me this story you said i picked up a girl on the street which immediately made me massively impressed i mean i i still think that right, i now let's get i still think that details. you should be impressed i don't think you should be unimpressed i think you should be still massively impressed i don't know why you suddenly think that it doesn't deserve the kudos that it's got no it deserves kudos it deserves kudos but you start in i picked up a girl in the street and then when you hear the caveats, you're like, <laughs> you blow it a bit. Let me start with the caveats and then build up to how impressive it is. Okay, okay. Go I'm not going to sit here and pretend that having a female wingman is not like the <laughs> biggest advantage that you can have. Because if you've got a female wingman... But explain, means, you was with your cousin. You was with your cousin. Yeah, my cousin's visiting town. And we went out for to have dinner and then walk around a bit and have a good time. Um, Female which, cousin. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's, she's about 25, 26. Uh, right. we, we went out, had dinner, had a good time. Fantastic. And then we came, uh, we were on our way home. And then uh, before you get to Oxford Circus Station, there's a side street called Argyle Street. And there's usually a bunch of buskers and street dancers and musicians on there. Uh, and then people, you know, stand around in circles and enjoy the show. This was, I think, about quite late at night. It was like 11.45 or just before midnight. And the last busker of the night was there, but they stopped busking and they basically used their sound system to start a street party. They just put on some music and everybody on the street was just dancing and drinking and having a good time. So me and my cousin are standing there. We're just watching and enjoying the, you know, people's good vibes and good atmosphere. And uh, we start talking to this girl next to us. And uh, that's, that's what I'm describing is me picking someone up off the street is this girl that we were talking to uh, who we ended up swapping details. Right. You did, you did propose. Do you what? want me up for it? You did say yes. you want me up for a drink sometime. So you, yes. you deserve kudos for that. I think I think I do. Yeah. But it's not quite like lone wolf, lounge lizard, <laughs> strutting over to a, a group of girls at the bar and uh, but that's you know. but that's I don't think I'm not sure that even happens. Does that happen or is that just a stereotype that people have in their minds? I, I don't know if that maybe it is a stereotype. God knows what's happening on dating scene now. I don't know, but that's what you, but that's what I think of when I think of picked up a girl in the street. I think of a guy. Just I mean, I think I think the fact that I picked someone up <clears throat> not off Tinder, off Hinge, okay, Cupid, no, that's, off the internet. That's... The fact that it was a real life-to-life -life interaction. Yes, well, that's undoubtedly. I think that's just such a. I felt like just the ultimate man. I felt so manly. <laughs> yes, yes, that's undoubtedly. That's undoubtedly. And it's probably, you know, it bodes well. Anyway, 
things weren't always so smooth. So ah. let's go to the next stage. Yes. So, so we, we were meant to meet up last Saturday. It gets the, we have a chit chat in the morning about something. I can't remember what. Fine. And then it gets to one o'clock in the afternoon and I send a message saying, what time do you want to meet up later? And then silence, deadly silence, nothing for hours and hours and hours. And at this point, I'm like, am I getting flaked on? Am I getting ghosted? Should I double text? Do I leave it? Or do I double text and follow up and say, what the fuck, yo? And I'm like, uh, okay, let's double text. Let's see what happens. Uh, you double texted. I double texted at five o'clock. You did a double text. Yeah, I did a double text. I <laughs> you can't double text. I, double did text. A, I did the double Why? text because I got to. I did the double text. It got to five, six o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, I sent a follow up message saying, Did you fall asleep and die or something? Bitch. Was it, was... <laughs> I did didn't you say fall bitch. asleep, bitch? <laughs> No, come on. This isn't this isn't my enemy. <laughs> no, I, I sent I sent a funny message just saying, did you fall asleep and die? Well, what's going on? And again, that that went through, but you know, nothing. And then the day after she gets in touch and she's like super apologetic and she's like, you know, some stuff came up and it was an emergency, and I'm just terrible at dealing with that sort of thing. So very sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, you could have just sent me a single message saying, I can't make it. It's a bit of a piss take. You left me hanging, but whatever. Are you okay? Is everything all right now? And then we sort of picked it up again and started talking and made new plans. Yeah. You started talking and made new plans. Don't just gloss over that. Yeah, we, we, we decided to rearrange. You, you, you said to her, because I told my girlfriend this. I hope you don't mind. No, don't of course mind. not. Why would I mind? Listen, you know what I'm like. I told my girlfriend, I told my girlfriend, like, can you believe this bitch just didn't respond to his message? I was so indignant. And then, um, and then she replied, and I said to her, I said to her, I said to her, oh, she's replied and stuff. And he's like, okay, yeah, but listen, she told me to tell you. Yeah. She said, look, don't ask her out again. Now you need to wait for her to ask you out. That's what she said. I don't oh. think she has a very good grasp, though, of, the, of, of how to. I think it's you too know. late for that because I already asked her out like several days ago. I was the one who said, let's rearrange and do it something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's that's already beside the point. But I don't, know, yes. I don't know if, I don't know what would have happened if I just kept quiet and waited for her to ask because I just don't think a lot of girls will ask because they're just mortified by asking. They just don't think, Yes. they think they look desperate the second that yes. they're the ones who try to arrange. Yes, this is what, this is what I was saying to her. She doesn't get it because she's like, kind of feisty my girlfriend i've literally had girls who were so so incredibly into me and they would have never asked me out and it was only when i asked them out that they were like oh my god i'm so glad you asked me and it's it's mind-boggling but they they they, very very few women will ask you out first yes yes this is what i'm saying to my girlfriend she doesn't understand i mean it's one of the endearing things about her is that she's she can't lie and she's you know but she's she, but so okay so you've arranged now to meet this girl on thursday yeah right. yeah we're meeting up tomorrow evening right and it's been a roller coaster of emotions so far well it's not been that much of a roller coaster i, I mean i'm, for I'm me. not for you for, for you it has <laughs> <laughs> absolutely you went from hating her one second to thinking she's great yeah i literally advocated i said to everybody listen 
you need to you need to you need to find the comment that will scar this woman for life you need to find the insecurity of this woman and make a make a comment not even in a vicious way you have to do it sadly as if you're not even intending it's just an offhand comment you know and and, and this sliding. is <clears throat> this is when she didn't respond to me this is when you were already planning the vengeance yeah uh, can you, can you I, read out the message that you sent? Can you find it? If I die, I won't be able to find it. What was that? Let me see, let me see let if see. I can find it. Whoever finds it first reads it. Uh, I found it. But I, I found it, but I'm not going to read her name because you included her name. So let me change her name to uh, Fatima. Okay. I'm going to change her name to Fatima. And I'm going to say, hey, Fatima. No, no, no. First, first, you didn't, you didn't do the context. I said, you know, I said, Go on. think of everything you know about this girl, refine the most scathing insult, something about her appearance or something, mm -hmm. then post it to her. Make it sound like an aside, a half mm -hmm. thought, as if your actual focus is some other comment. Mm -hmm. Scar this bitch for life. That's what you wrote to me. Because <laughs> you, you're so very, very much <laughs> on my side that anybody who even goes slightly against me, you want to tear <clears> them down. Which I, I think it's a sign of love. I think that's love as well. It's a protectiveness. Is. Yes, I feel very protective. Yeah. So you wrote, hey, Fatima. And this is something that you wanted me to send when she didn't show up, when she ghosted me on the day of the, the day. Oh, what? I can't, I can't remember. I wrote this. You sent this to me. Oh, is it worth reading now? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You sent this to me, and this is the message you wanted me to send to her when she didn't talk right. to me on the day of the day. You said, right. hey, hey, Fatima. I was just worried you might be feeling self-conscious about your weight and I want you to know I really don't care. It's more your personality that intrigued me, just in case, <laughs> just in case that's why you felt a bit nervous about replying. <laughs> yeah, weight or it could have been something else, whatever this woman's insecurity is, you know? Listen, that's the most childish thing. <laughs> I mean, that definitely made me laugh and it cheered me up. Not that, I was, <laughs> not that I was down or anything, but the fact that you were going so far to tear her down, it was just an absolute delight. But like, if I was, women to, cannot, if listen, I was to send women, this, that would be the most petty, childish move that you could make. Obviously, <laughs> you've got to refine that a bit more. I was just giving you a, a structure, a general framework to work from. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's going to work differently. But, you For know. each person, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now here's Obviously, the thing. Here's the thing. And, and, if we and, were and, to revise, please let me allow me. Please, please, please right. allow me. Right. If we were to refine that, is it better to go for something she's already insecure about, or is it better to give her a new insecurity by pointing out something she'd never even considered? Something she's already insecure about. Really? You don't yes, like, like what if she, what if she's not insecure about her nose and she thinks her nose is fine, and then suddenly I make a huge no, no, point no, no. about it. You and then you give a new you know, obsession. No, no, no. You don't no? have enough. You don't have enough. And obviously, you wouldn't post that comment all at once. I was, you, you start off saying like, "Hey, you know, uh, are you? I, I just wanted you to know." You, you'd open the conversation up again, mm -hmm. and then you slide the dagger in the conversation. Mm. You you open up the conversation, and then you slide in like, "I hope you don't feel like self conscious or anything about meeting me." Mm. you know mm. i really don't you know i'm not superficial or anything <laughs> i understand you, you slide you, you absolutely you slide the dagger into the this is listen you know what i'm saying this to you 
I'm saying this to you and you're like, oh, this is so childish. Oh, this is such a mean thing. Women do this shit all the time. Women, women play these games. They know exactly what they're saying at all times and exactly how to play these like subtle games. You know what? It's, you know, women deserve to inherit the earth because men do not even realize. They don't even realize how smart women are about this shit. You know? <laughs> You think listen, women don't don't play listen, these I'm games sure, and shit? I'm sure women play all sorts of games, uh, and I, I've been on the wrong side of that plenty of times. But I'm just saying this for me to have such a nuclear overreaction to being ghosted for not even ghosted, but just for someone to flake on a date. It's not like I was stood up and I was standing outside somewhere. It was literally a flake, which I flaked on loads of people. But you know, that's a whole that's a whole. This other is not flake. She didn't even respond to you, man. She didn't respond to you. You telling me a, a modern woman, a modern woman, right? Uh-huh. And you've seen modern women is not looking at her phone for a good what 16, 24 hours. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Come on now, you know that's bullshit, right? Oh, sorry, my phone died. Yeah, your phone died for 24 hours. You're a woman in 2022. You let you you let you you let yourself live. You'd fucking have a heart attack if you went without your phone for 15 minutes. You tell me you didn't see the message. You know what I'm saying, Lipan? I know what you're saying, but I I'm gonna cut all of this bit out because I already told what? you why she couldn't meet up. It was because of her dad with the arm. Okay, your dad. What? You, it, you can't send one message. That's what you I can't... said. That's what I said. But apparently she can't. Apparently she was uh, caught up in her family drama. Listen. I'm forgiving it. I'm very forgiving if she was actually self-conscious and she wasn't sure what to do and then she left it late and then she didn't and then she didn't reply and then she let the time grow and she was like, oh fuck. And then it was an hour after you were supposed to meet and she's like, oh, I'm just not gonna message. But if she felt bad about it, I'll forgive her. Well, yeah, she, she felt, felt bad. bad. Yeah, she felt bad. She messaged she the says other- she felt bad. But you don't know. Of course you don't know. I think this is all, we're going down the point. Well, yes, that's why, that's why I was willing to forgive her afterwards. That's why I was willing to forgive her afterwards. She did send a message after and mm-hmm. say, I'm sorry and all this shit and came up with an excuse, which might be horseshit, might be real, it doesn't matter. And the fact that she did it means something. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not sure. I'll, I don't think I'll include any of this. It just feels weird. Because it's it's active, it's live. I can't. But see I can't what talk happens when it. see what happens when you listen back to it. Yeah, I might come back tomorrow after the date and be like, "Fuck this bitch!" Put everything in the podcast. Or maybe the <laughs> maybe you have such a great date that you're like, "This is kind of funny." Maybe it's so like nice. Maybe you end up making a joke of it with her, and mm-hmm. then you come back and you know we're not going to put this podcast out for ages anyway. We still got a few in the bag, right? True. Yeah. 